Chapter Twenty One of Ruth Fielding at Briarwood Hall. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Ruth Fielding at Briarwood Hall or Solving the Campus Mystery by Alice B. Emerson. Chapter Twenty One On the Ice. If Ruth Fielding's eyes were a bit red when the wagonette finally came to the landing, nobody would have suspected her of crying. Least of all Tom Cameron, for she jumped down with a glad cry when she saw him, and dropped her skates and shook both his hands in a most cordial greeting. "'Helen hinted you might be here, Tom, but I could hardly believe it,' she said. "'We want to hurry and catch up with them,' he said. Some of the girls were already on the ice. "'We'd better go.' but the other girls had alighted, and following them came Miss Reynolds. Now Ruth liked Miss Reynolds very much, but the teacher came towards them, looking rather grave. "'This is Helen Cameron's brother Tom, Miss Reynolds,' said Ruth. "'He attends the Seven Oaks Military Academy.' "'I see,' said the teacher quietly. "'And where is Miss Cameron?' "'She has gone on with Bob Steele and his sister,' explained Tom, seeing instantly that all was not right. "'You see, some of us fellows got permission to come over here to Triton Lake today. "'Mr. Hargreaves, one of our tutors, is with us.' "'I know Mr. Hargreaves,' said Miss Reynolds. "'But I had no warning, nor had Mrs. Tellingham, I believe, "'that any of the young gentlemen from Major Paradell's school were to be here.' "'Well, it will make it all the nicer, I am sure,' Tom suggested, with his winning smile. "'We'll all—all all us fellows, I mean, try to behave our prettiest, Miss Reynolds.' "'Undoubtedly you will be on your good behaviour," said the teacher, dryly. But Tom and Ruth could not hurry on ahead now. Miss Reynolds walked sedately with them down to the landing. By that time Mary Cox and most of the Upedes were on the ice, and they were joined by all the boys but Tom. The fox had laid her plans well. Mr. Hargreaves skated back to shake hands with Miss Reynolds. "'This is a surprise,' he said. "'I am sure I did not expect to find you and your young ladies here, Miss Reynolds.' "'Are you sure that the meeting is quite unexpected by both parties?' she returned, with a grave smile. "'If we are surprised, Mr. Hargreaves, I fancy that our young charges may have been rather better informed in advance than we were.' The gentleman shrugged his shoulders. "'I give that up,' he said. "'It may be. I see you have your hands full here. Shall I take my, uh, my remaining young man away with me?' he asked, looking aside at Tom, who was already fastening Ruth's skates. "'Oh, no,' said Miss Reynolds grimly. "'I'll make use of him.' And she most certainly did. Tom was anxious to get Ruth away at once so that they could catch up with the foremost skaters, but he could not refuse to aid her teacher. And then there were others of the girls to help. They were all on the ice before Master Tom could get his own skates on. Then there was a basket to carry, and of course Tom could not see the teacher or one of the girls carry it. He took it manfully. Then Miss Reynolds gave Ruth her hand and skated with her, and Master Tom was fain to skate upon Ruth's other hand. And so they went on slowly, while the lively crowd ahead drew farther and farther away. It was not an unpleasant journey out across the smooth lake, however, and perhaps the party who had but one boy for escort had just as pleasant a time in many respects as those in advance. Ruth made her friend acquainted with all the sweetbriars who were present, and whispered to him, how he had really named the new Briarwood Society. That vastly tickled Tom, and he made himself just as agreeable to the girls as he knew how. 
Miss Reynolds was no wet blanket on the fun, either, and she was as good a skater as Tom himself. Ruth had improved greatly, and before they reached the frost-bound Minnetonka, the teacher relieved Tom of his basket and told him to give the girl from the Red Mill a lesson in skating with a partner, practice which she sorely needed. It was spirited indeed to fly over the ice, guided by Tom's sure foot and hand. They described a great curve and came back to Miss Reynolds and the other girls, who progressed more sedately. Then Tom gave his hands to two of the other girls, and with their arms stretched at full length, the trio went careening over the ice on the long roll, in a way that made Ruth, looking on with shining eyes, fairly hold her breath. "'It's wonderful!' she cried, when the three came back, glowing with the exercise. "'Do you suppose I can ever learn that, Tom?' "'Why, Ruthie, you're so sure of yourself on the skates "'that I believe I could teach you to roll very easily, "'if Miss Reynolds will allow me.' "'Go on, Master Tom,' the teacher said, laughing. "'But don't go too far away. "'We are nearing the boat now.' "'The first party that had struck out from the shore "'had all arrived at the ice-bound Minnetonka now, "'and many of them were skating in couples thereabout. "'At the stern of the steamboat was an open place in the ice, "'for Ruth and Tom could see the water sparkling.' There was little wind, but it was keen. The sun was quite warm, and the exercise kept the skaters from feeling the cold. "'Hello!' exclaimed Tom to Ruth, as they began to get into good stroke, for the girl was an apt pupil. "'Who is that old Bobbins has got under his wing?' "'Who is Bobbins?' asked Ruth, with a laugh. "'My bunkie. That's what we call our chums at Seven Oaks. Bob Steele.' "'Madge Steele's brother?' "'Yes, and no end of a good fellow,' declared Tom. "'But my aunt, don't his sister rig him, though?' "'Asked old Bobbins if he had the croup, "'and Tom went off in a burst of laughter. "'Do you mean the tall, light-haired boy?' Ruth queried. "'Yes, they're skating back toward the steamboat now. "'See, towards the stern.' "'That is Mary Cox with your friend,' said Ruth, a little gravely. "'Hello!' ejaculated Tom again. "'He started ahead at full clip, bearing Ruth on with him. "'Something had happened to the couple Tom and Ruth had noticed.' They swerved to one side, and suddenly Bob Steele went down. "'His skates broke,' erred Tom. "'Hope old Bobbins isn't hurt. "'Great Scott, the girl's with him!' Mary Cox had indeed fallen. For a moment the two figures, flung by the momentum of their pace, slid over the ice. There came a wild shout from those nearer the boat. Then a splash. "'They're in the water!' cried Ruth, in horror. She retarded Tom very little, but dashed forward— keeping in stroke with him she heard tom whisper poor old bobbins he'll be drowned no no tom we can get to them gasped ruth indeed she and her escort were the nearest to the open place in the ice into which bob steele and mary cox had fallen if anybody in sight could help the victims of the accident tom and ruth could End of chapter twenty one